0: Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday E.T. Films Slasher Classic Collection of Reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. On this episode we turn our attention to disc number 26 in the collection. This is Hide and Go Shriek. The review for that movie is coming up after the first break. But before we get to that, as always, let's catch up for this is the final episode of the week. That is right, we got through it. This is approximately the third week concluded for me working at home and in self-isolation. And I will be honest, uh, the brain is starting to wander a little more each day. Um, I have found myself kinda, at times, being like, is this Saturday? Um, you know, weird kind of, weird kind of situations where I'm not entirely sure what review I'm supposed to be putting out, or whether I should be recording, or what time I should be recording. Weirdly, my recording schedule has become later, which is why the episodes are coming out much later in the days, uh, because like, I don't feel like I should be recording during the day. and. The whole thing's fucked, is what I'm basically saying. So uh, I'm trying to keep lucid, though, and trying to keep these reviews coming out to you or whoever is listening to these episodes, if anyone is listening to these episodes. This is a thankless collection, to be sure. And, um, yeah, the real the, like trying to muster up the energy to sit down and watch one of the slasher classic movies is not always the easiest thing to do and then knowing that the ratio has been pretty poor and we have another one to do today i was kind of pensive is probably the the best word to use about sitting down and watching hide and go shriek but it does conclude another week of podcasting now next week which is tomorrow basically um, we have another four episode week planned and I will be honest and upfront with you guys out there I actually don't know how that looks um, truth be told we should have recorded the Phantasm episode today for release tomorrow My um, guest is isn't feeling well so we have postponed that to record tomorrow and release tomorrow so that might not happen if he's still not well then I will put out something in its place But with that, I don't really have much in the way of anything planned for podcasts under the stairs. Uh, Thursday will be some sort of more modern horror movie. Saturday will be some sort of older horror movie because that's what I've done the last couple of weeks and it's worked. So I'll maybe pick a couple of movies that I'm really interested in doing uh, or have been putting off for a while. And then on Sunday, you get our Arrow video assortment series of reviews and that's your four episodes for next week so there ya go nice and easy and breezy and doesn't it feel so good when everything comes together okay right let's do this let's take a short break just now you're gonna hear promos for shows that, that I love you're gonna hear the trailer for hide and go shriek as this number 26 in the 88 films slasher classic collection the review is coming right up right after this Want to learn more about horror directors? With a light-hearted look at three of their movies? Meet fearless podcaster, Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics and others, too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep-fried... Prostitute. But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information, too. Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay Horn in every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies. It was their graduation party. A night for friends. Wait, here's to eight fabulous friends who got through high school and are gonna do great things! You are gonna love making love. You'll never want to stop. A night for love. A night Hi, for dear. games. Let's play hide-and-go-seek. One, two, three... ...seven, one... Here I come, ready or not. But someone else is playing a game with their lives. And go shriek, coming soon. And welcome back. So you just heard the trailer for Hide and Go Shriek. This number twenty-six of the eighty-eight films slasher classic collection. On the website says thus: Close your eyes, count to ten, and run for your life. Hide and Go Shriek is one game you'll be dying to finish. Eight friends sneak into a furniture store for an all-night graduation party. A game of hide and seek turns into a grisly nightmare as members of the group are murdered one by one, leading the others to the chilling realisation that they could be next. In this terrifying tradition of Friday the 13th and Halloween comes Hide and Go Shriek, a horrifying game of life and death. The special features on this disc are restored from a two-key scan from the original Internegs, um, although I think it's supposed to be negatives, but can, can we just get this out of the way, right? I don't think for one second people from 88 Films listen to this series. I don't think that happens, however, I will say this, the spelling mistakes and grammar mistakes On your website are a fucking appalling, (laughs) like, absolutely appalling, like, obvious typos, um, even titles of movies spelt wrong. Like, uh, I think we did on last week's 88 Films one, it's supposed to say Blood and Black Lace, and I think it says Lace and Black Blood. Um, And it's, you know, it's been there for a while and no one's reading them clearly or no one's feeding them back to them uh, as long as it's not making the discs I suppose that's okay but come on take a bit of pride you know a little bit of pride here let's fix some shit so I think that's supposed to be s- restored f- well that the whole sentence doesn't make sense restored from a 2k scan of the original interneg maybe that is right maybe I'm being naive but I think that's supposed to be negatives um, who the fuck knows who cares does anyone care I'm just screaming into the uh, into the void. Uh, newly created optional English subtitles, remastered trailer, deleted scene, a reversible sleeve featuring logo-less artwork. The technical specs are a region, uh, released for region B, because I believe Code Red put this out in the States. The picture format is HD 1781. The audio format is LPCM stereo. The language is English, certification 18. The movie is a brisk hour and a half, and I will say that is to its credit quite a bit because Hide and Go Shriek is actually not a terrible movie and I feel like I'm damning it with the kind of faint praise of being like well guess what it wasn't a piece of shit um it, it, it was surprisingly entertaining and um whilst let's put it this way see the whole you know eight friends decide to break into a place they're not supposed to be in for a party and it just so happens that at the time they're there a crazy killer is on the loose um is not the most original idea, specifically when you look at 1998 for this movie. Sorry, 1988 for this movie. Um, it's not the most original idea. We really are scraping that barrel until there is nout left except splinters for the hands of people uh, who put their hands in there to scrape it some more and get some more story. So we we really are... At the most kind of derivative end of the of the kind of slasher genre we've been at, and part of me usually like ridiculously comes down heavy and hard on that and that why are we just making the same movie over and over and over and over again? But Angle Shriek is fun actually. It 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 has has a bit of pep to it. It's, It's solid, is the word. And solid is one of those words like when someone says, do you like it? And they go, well, it's interesting, (laughs) which is usually an indicator that you didn't like it. Um, I find myself really expecting, and I think that's maybe where this works for me. I was really not expecting anything, and when it gave me something, I was surprised. And maybe that's the way to approach these movies from now on, is to expect the worst And when it's not the worst, you kind of feel like you have cheated 88 films as opposed to 88 films cheating you. So, maybe that's the best way to approach it. That being said, there are some issues here. Um, Acting is not good. (laughs) Like, that feels like a prerequisite. And to be honest, I sometimes let the Italian collection off with far too much because the cinematography is really good, I'm like, eh, ah, the acting is not great, eh, ah, see Um, And then I'm like, that, ah, this acting is shit in this slasher movie that no one has heard of. How dare it, mark it down. So maybe the acting is, but to be honest, it's par for the course. Um, it's not, you know, it's not really doing much that other movies haven't done, It to be honest, it's doing it. Uh, in a way which no, like no one's expecting Lawrence of Arabia in this movie. What they're expecting is the archetype of the the, the kind of templates of characters that are in slasher movies, and High Ghost gives you that um, and gives you it well. Uh, it just so happens that I find most of those archetypes, you know, wildly repugnant. So um, I always kind of feel myself slogging through with these clueless fucking teens who are making all the obvious wrong mistakes. It's why a movie like Scream works so well. In a world where slasher movies did everything competently and everyone made the right choices, not only would most people survive the end of a slasher movie, but a movie like Scream wouldn't exist, which would be a travesty. So I, sh- I, I suppose I should applaud go Street for, for having shitty characters. So aside from bad acting, um, it's not bad acting. Aside from actors playing limitedly written roles, how about that? That sounds better. I feel more comfortable saying that. I don't wanna I can't act, so the, who be you know, who who am I to sit here and cast some shade? Apart from that, a couple of things that I did quite enjoy is a strong word. A couple of things that I found interesting. Remember when I said earlier on, that's interesting that you know you don't want to use that phrase. Uh, I'm not using it in that in that term, I actually did find kind of quizzical and or left me with a bit of food for thought were two aspects. One is there is a particular tone in this movie that isn't full on camp, that isn't, you know, derangely black in comedy either. It has its own its own feel, its own tone that makes it stand out from some of the ones that I've watched recently. It's difficult to put a finger on it but there's something just not quite on the pulse. It's like it's dancing on the wrong side of the track without ever feeling like it's deliberately trying to do that. It just feels like it's being directed by a guy that kind of understands what sinister is and kind of understands what evil is but Kind of can't do it on the screen and as a result it kind of works for it in a a lot of respects. The second thing I really liked about this movie is the actual reveal of the killer is something a bit more um, of the giallo world. And yes, you can mark it on your bingo card. Duncan just used the word giallo. Um, Yeah, well done you for picking that out. But there's something a bit more giallo-esque about the reveal of the killer, which I quite enjoy because, to be honest, the earlier slashers had that about them uh, before things went all spooky and supernatural. They came from or influenced by movies that were giallos. So with the fact that we're going back to that in the, in the kind of late 80s it makes me kind of happy. It is a, a kind of realm or a subject matter that very few of these movies would dip their toe into and this movie does it and you will know I am not giving the answer to that away because I think this movie is actually worth a watch not because I think it's going to be your new favourite obscure slasher but because I think that off killer element mixed with the kind of killer reveal at the end are two things that make it feel different from some of the other movies in the collection. And where I am awash with, if you ask me right now to try and differentiate some of the titles that we have already covered, I would struggle. Um, Hiding Go Shriek is definitely one that I will remember from the collection. Um, not for uh, being like this tome of awesome slasher cinema, but for, for having aspects that I think are, once again, they're interesting. Um... Zip was pretty cool. Uh, I, I didn't mind that at all. didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was terrible. It kind of fit the tone of the movie quite well. Um, some of the set pieces are really well designed. I love this idea of the department store. I think that works well for it. It allows a lot of space. Uh, it gets over some of the absurdities, not fully, but some of the absurdities in the way things play down. Um, so I enjoyed that aspect of it as well. And some of the special effects were okay. You know, I mean, they've, they've held up surprisingly well. Um, we don't get, like, massive amounts of uber-violence in here, mostly because the MPAA was wielding the ban hammer, like like Thor wields his Thunderhammer. I don't know anything about comic books, so a Thunderhammer is about as good as you're going to get from me. I know there's a lot of people out there screaming at their device right now, but sorry. Um, so, yeah... I. I don't know this one was a mixed bag I actually don't really have that much more to see it flew in An hour and a half this one lipped across the line like another comic book reference like the flash like I you blink and you miss this movie I personally felt which stands it in good stead and might prompt me to do a kind of rewatch. um but I would that's all I really have to say about this one the print is surprisingly good. Um, the special features are surprisingly shit. Very little on here. 88 Films' irreversible sleeve without the 88 Films logo on it um, is not a special feature. That is just... You, you've you just reprinted the same image and not put your creds on them. Um, this was light of special feature by quite a bit um, and I kind of feel like that's maybe because we've acquired this or maybe... I don't know if they've used the code red print um or had access to the same place or maybe just none of the people involved with this movie want to talk about it or, are, or are or are or are alive um cannot speak on this podcast um so yeah there's nothing else i want to say about it it's a 3.5 out of five it's just a little bit above a liked it but i you know i'm never gonna say i really like this movie and it's one that uh, you don't hear from me often, and the Slasher Classic Collection is one that I'd actually recommend going out and checking out. Um, I was surprisingly entertained by this one, and I thought the ending was interesting. It was interesting. Right, I'm going to jump out. Uh, I'm closing out the show, and when I come back, uh, I'll be I'll be talking about the ways to check out the show, and what we'll be doing in three weeks' time, or will we? More information on that coming right up, right after this. You're listening to the Podcast Under The Stairs. And you've been listening to the Podcast Under The Stairs. This has been... Your 88 Films Slasher Classic series of reviews drop in on a Sunday for you. Disc number 26, Hide and Go Shriek. Now, the reason I was like, what do we do in three weeks' time? Well, this is kind of interesting, this one. Um, The next movie, disc number 27, is officially out of print by 88 Films. Um, I happen to own a copy, but it's not the 88 Films copy. So I am unsure whether or not we do the review or we jump straight to disc number 28. The reason I'm saying that is I think it is a okay movie and not a movie that I'm prepared to spend 40 plus pounds to own the 88 Films collection one. So I will put this out there. If you listen to the show and you are a follower of the 88 Films collection and you own this disc and you want to sell it to me at a let's put it this way, a logical price, not a fucking crazy inflated price, or you want to gift it to me because you don't particularly like the movie or you don't want to watch it anymore, um, then that would be appreciated. Feeling that we might just jump right to disc number 28 or I might just review the movie without being able to put it um, in kind of the confines of the collection. The movie is Just Before Dawn. The blurb for this movie says, Just Before Dawn, beloved cult filmmaker Jeff Lieberman already horrified audiences across the world with his colour worm epic Squirm from 1976. But he arguably outdid himself with Just Before Dawn, which was released in 1981, one of the most popular slasher classics ever to tear up the inside of the grindhouse movie theatre. In this powerful bout of plasma-spilling cinema, a group of teenage vacationers opt for an ill-advised hike around the beautiful national forests of Oregon. But Lieberman is quick to show that backwoods baddies do not just exist in the American South. They can also be found preying on campers in the supposedly more liberal and safe West Coast too. With machete massacres galore, mass maniacs on the prowl and plenty of skinny dipping and flesh ripping to enjoy, Just Before Dawn is a horror masterpiece that is finally available in the UK, fully remastered in HD. Starring George Kennedy of The Naked Gun, Chris Lemon of Wishmaster, 88 Films is proud to present one of the most sublime and stylish slice and dice creepers ever concocted. So yeah, that is the movie Uh, this is one that I'm very familiar with. I've seen this quite a few times, uh, hence why I owned uh, the the US release for this one. I never opted to own the 88 films because why would I buy a movie that I already owned and thought it was alright? I know what you're thinking, Duncan, how can you say that? Uh, This movie will probably score okay in the collection because I have to be honest about where we sit with the collection. I would be lying if I if I said I think just before dawn is the masterpiece. Some people really think this movie is incredible, and I have some issues with it, uh, which is a shame because for the most part, I think Jeff Lieberman is a fucking great filmmaker. So we'll be covering that movie potentially, or jump in to disc number twenty-eight in three weeks' time. There's a multitude of ways to check out the show. Wherever you're listening to us right now, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you're subscribed to our RSS feed and you never miss an episode. And we put out tons of content and you don't want to miss it. While you're subscribing to things, make sure you subscribe to the Tee Putts Collective. It's an extra show from one of the multitudes of other shows that I do, dropping every single day week we've put back the where to begin with jello episode to tuesday because to be honest i wanted to give more time for people to submit reviews and give an extra day or two for people to do that so if you still are interested about that get your emails for your reviews of bird with the crystal plumage into me no later than close of play monday so close a play tomorrow um for that and that would be helpful Visit our website, it's You can buy merch to support the show by going to teaputscast.bigcartel.com. Visit us on Facebook. The group page for the podcast under the stairs is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputscast. If you want to check out the Facebook page of the Teapots Collective, it's facebook.com forward slash teaputscast. You can interact with myself and the baz and the turn prongs of social media sexiness, Instagram and Twitter. Both can be followed at teaputscast. Check us out in the Flick Chat app. Flick Chat is free and available on Android and iOS. Our join code is TPOTSCAST. The podcast under the stairs will return tomorrow with hopefully that phantasm review. If that doesn't look like it's happening, I will be putting something else out to tickle your fancy. But until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is, and what you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.